take you to a place nice and quiet. Ain't no one that to interrupt. Ain't got it. What's up, dude? What up, man? What up, man? Dude, that song is a banger. It is, man. It takes me back to high school. Bro, that was so good. You know what that reminds me of? It also reminds me of Nelly. Remember? Street Sweeper Baby. Pot ready to let, let it go. go. Bro, that album uh, was one of the greatest hip-hop albums yes, ever. Yes. Shout out to Country Grammar right now. It was an entirely new type of rap. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Nobody ever sounded like that. Before. And they still haven't, for real. No, and they still haven't. Maybe like Chingy. Yeah. There was a little wave of stuff that probably Chingy, came yeah, from Chingy off bring of that. Up, brought a new sound, and mm-hmm. then he he fucked his shit up by um, trying to get greedy, saying Luda wasn't paying him enough, and then Luda yeah. kicked him to the curb. He could have been great though. Yeah. Did you know that Nelly wasn't the Saint Lunatic they thought was gonna blow either? Oh yeah, it was fucking. Uh, was it Ali? Someone like that. Yeah. One of it. One the of the bald dude. Yeah. One of their other the homies. Deep voice, yeah. yeah. And he was really popping at that time. They yeah, were selling yeah. a lot of CDs and they thought he was the yeah. one. And then Nelly put out Country Grammar and, and not just St. Louis, but took yeah. the world by storm. Yeah. Nelly. Yeah. They didn't think he was going to be the one. That happens all the time with shit, bro. Mm-hmm. With clicks and mm-hmm. or the big comic in the town. Like, oh, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle, when he moved to DC and started hitting the clubs in DC, Donnell Rawlings, Rollins was the was the guy. The big guy at that yeah, time. Yeah, he was the guy. And they didn't hit it off at first. Yeah. And Chappelle surpassed him and Yeah. They're tight now though. But I think that's cool how you Chappelle's know? one of those people that's so humble, like he's he's like, nah, this I know this is an amazing comedian. I'm gonna pick him up. Like he did with right. Earthquake and like he did with right. Donnell and you can name it. Like I feel like they became friends first though. I'm hundred percent. It wasn't just a respect thing. Yeah. You're naturally gonna build friendships when you're in the comedy scene, uh-huh. grinding it out. Yeah, and you see Hit, other people who work yeah, hard. Hitting mics, sitting around waiting on your turn. You're mm-hmm. gonna build friendships. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it probably happened pretty organically. Yeah, I could say I, I would I could see that. I'm just saying I think it's cool just I just commend Chappelle as a person who who's like putting people on. Well that's how it's supposed to be. I mean if you if you get on and don't take nobody with you, like Yeah. Well the real ones pull other people up. Yeah, you gotta pull people up with yeah. you. Yeah. And um I feel like for the most part they all do. Mm-hmm. You know, every comic I've ever, you know, looked up to or did a guest spot on the show, they've always had their their people, yeah. you know, yeah, like, people that was with them from the beginning. Oh yeah, you know they rotate their features or their hosts or whoever they take on the road with them. They they all got their guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can see it. It's a business model that works. Also, because you don't want to be constantly letting new people in your circle either. Nah, it's dangerous. The bigger you get, the more dangerous it gets because yeah. then you know that they're your friend for leverage. Right. And it's not. You just can't really a trust mutual them. friendship. Yeah. And you know, I know people will say. Oh well, you just got to think positive and see the good in people and blah blah blah. But that you just can't do that with business. You just had somebody in your comment section the other day try to reach out and be like, in your comments, say, "Hey, can I open for you?" Yeah, it's out of the blue, someone you don't even know. Right. It's and like no disrespect to him, you know. No, but still, I get shoot it. your shot. But. Yeah, I sh- I shot my shots early and I get it. It's just I don't have room. Yeah, there's too many people I grinded with from the beginning that I owe it to. That deserve it, yeah. That have earned it, and it's not fair to them to make them sit out a show. I'm not saying that guy shouldn't ask. No, yeah, definitely. Ask. I, I think he should because that's the the 
the way that you got in with like opening for yeah. Pops and opening for D-Ray. But he should op- he should but ask those were guest people sets. that are more established. Also, those were guest sets and you worked yeah. at the club. It's a different situation. Yeah. To hit you in a comment, I just think is just... That's kind of not, not... It's not good business. No, because you hope you think if you do it that way, you're going to get the response you want because it's in front of everybody. And that's silly. And it's just not going to happen that yeah. way. That's just a silly way to go about it. Yeah. So whoever that guy is, you know what I'm saying? Put your work in. I'm sure you're funny. Yeah, yeah. You got to grind, though. Yeah. You can't just, just do your thing. decide you're going to do this and then just make it. Everybody wants something pre-built. They yeah. want something that's already made and ready to go so they can just jump yeah. in on that bandwagon. Yeah. And that's easy. That's too and easy. And that's how it happens. I mean, that's how you get famous, though. But, you know, you're going to allow the big companies that are going to take you further to jump in. Yes. You know, because they see you got something going and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's ready to go. Let's Let's take him. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you got to build something up. Exactly. It has to be part. Yeah. You have to have your own thing. Because if you don't, then if you say you get on somebody's TV it's show a, a couple times or you, you get don't. on. Yeah. You get on a big podcast. It's like, OK, then what are you falling back on after right. you do Joe Rogan or after you do Wild and Out? Like, where's your thing? Well, I, th- I feel like that's why record labels and movie, even like movie production companies, all them agencies, they love social media mm-hmm. because it's no longer a gamble like it was back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, you're in an audition room, you got a demo or something, and they're like, they might love you and they see something in you, but it's a gamble because you don't have a fan base yet. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we're going to invest all this into him and hopefully, you know, but, but if then if the movie it. flops, the album flops... You know, yeah. they just wasted all their time and resources and they got to start over again. Yeah. With social media, it's like, he already has a following. Mm-hmm. So if we just blow up the advertisement with his following, he's he's a, he's a guaranteed success. Social media is social proof. Social, yes. Social proof that people already yeah. like the type of content that you're creating. They like the type of person that you are. Right. So naturally, they're going to want to watch other projects that you're in. It right. just makes sense. Yeah. It's not a, you're right. It's not a gamble. They they kind of took the middleman out. Yeah. The middleman was the guessing game to see if this person was going to blow up and can we develop this artist out of right. nothing and, and plant this person in the industry and no. Yeah, you we can't. You don't got to do that no more. You don't have to do that yeah. because it's already there. Like people are already gravitating towards the real shit. Yeah. We're just going to double up on on it now. Mm-hmm. Like bring in more money more followers and yeah we're gonna get a piece is that where you see yourself going is like are you looking to sign with an agency are you yes. looking are you looking to do production deal like, with a movie company like stuff like that i feel like that's my main goal i feel like that's really the only way i mean you can grind it out with emails and you know one club at a time and hearsay but i mean shit bro that's the long road yes it is that's the slow grind yeah and that could take a long time and I'm not. I don't have. I mean, I'm still young, but I I got other things I want to do, and you know, um, you're I ready to get the train rolling. I'm ready to get the train rolling, so I can, you know, right now I'm in that stage where a lot is going into it, and it takes a lot of time away from my family and mm-hmm. things I want to do. Yes. So I just want to get that train rolling, so I can chill. Yeah, and you can kind yeah. of justify these actions. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, because with no money coming in. Yes. It's like, how are you going to justify all this time spent? Yeah, it's like everybody behind the scenes in your family and shit is like, what's he doing? Yeah. Hope, that, yeah, that's, hope it works. That's the gamble in the business now is like somebody being like, all right, I'm going to put it all in. 
I'm going to try to do comedy or music or I'm going to try to be an actor or a mm-hmm. basketball player or whatever. And I'm just going to put all my chips in and see what happens. And, yeah. like, we've seen other people do it, so we, like, think it's possible. Yeah. And also, there's, like, I don't know, certain people, I think you can just kind of tell, like, they're going to make it. Yeah, like, they got that. That's crazy you said that. I watched a video. You know Orlando Brown is, of right? Of course. Yeah, so he... He's going viral again. Everybody loves post. Raven, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Bro. not. That's not the reason he's going viral. Right. I know why he's nah, going. Yeah. He's losing his mind a little he bit. He is, but he'd be saying some real shit. And, and it's like some real shit sprinkled in there sometimes. Yeah, he's putting out a lot of Hollywood's dirty yeah. laundry right now. But he said something that he said something like, you know, Will Smith, Jamie Foxx. Um, he named a few other people. Uh, he was like, you know, they made it. Because the people they had around them believed in them. They knew that they were them, they were that nigga, is what he said. They yeah. knew that he they were that the they were it. Yeah. Everyone around them knew it. And they helped them get there because they knew. They just saw it, like you said. Yeah. You can just tell that it factor. You can that feel spark. it. Yes. Like, you know, um, and that's what you need around you. Yeah. Is people that believe not yes men. But people that believe in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need yes men, but you don't need people that are just tearing you down either. A hundred percent. Not believing in you. Nah, but there's a difference between like a yes man and then somebody who can just remind you of your position and be like, hey, don't let this shit get to you. Right. That's a a good friend. And also somebody who's got mutual goals, those are good people to have in your pocket. Right. Like check yourself. Okay, now let's move forward. I still believe in you, but you need to chill, bro. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know you yep. keep on goddamn well when you're in a position <laughs> like you're in bro when you got like all these followers and all these things that are possibilities right now because of the situation that you created for yourself by working and putting the work in mm-hmm. but now it's like where's it gonna go like you uh you're in a vulnerable position so yeah. why wouldn't you be anxious you have a short window yeah when you bubble with this yes to make something happen before they just move on from you yes before they get tired of you because i mean i've done seeing i've seen so many counts and i know you've seen it like these cut these social media stars are short-lived bro they blow up off of whatever yeah people are rocking with them for a cool minute and then it's just a 15 million dollar follower account that's just dead yeah you know what i mean it's like everybody knows who they are they're famous whatever but Nobody's long no longer engaged in the content. So let's 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 take this into perspective. Now that you have this following and TikTok is implementing things yeah. like podcasting into their algorithm to to clip your videos back to your podcast to kind of make that click funnel reality for someone like you who has a big following. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you already have something in development, but like is podcasting in your future and do you see that as a viable option? to not have to do the content that you're doing because you think that it's going to get old. Right. Do you see something like an original thing every week where you're just talking about either your yeah. life or current events or whatever? Do you see that being a reality for you in the future? I want that to be. Do I see it? Uh, not yet. I don't really see it. I want it to, though. And the only reason I'm going to say that I don't, I'm having a hard time visualizing it is because it's so saturated, oversaturated. There's so many podcasts, you know, and there's so many, you know, I feel like you kind of got to really 
be popping, bro. For is someone there, to stop and is watch there not it. a lot of people doing pranks online though? Yeah, and and look look what you've done with You're that. Right. You're right, bro. I feel like I need to really have a special podcast. Yeah, it has to be something unique for it to stand something out. To stand out, but it doesn't mean that your followers already currently, and then the people who you meet through stand up won't want to watch. Do that. you think they'll jump? Do you think um, my TikTok followers, if I start posting my podcast, they'll jump on it? I think you're guaranteed to get a good percentage of them from the jump. Yeah. You're guaranteed. You're going to be guaranteed to get thousands of listenership right. off the jump, which is going to lead to sponsorship because you really only need about two thousand listens a month to start getting. $50, $25 per ad spot. And if you're thinking about, I'm doing this four times a month or twice a month, it starts to pay for itself and it starts to make more sense because of the numbers that you're doing. Someone like you who's already got a lot of people listening to them is kind of, um, I mean, you're you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by not at least trying it and putting out a trial yeah, run. Right. And, and then if you're those right. numbers are where they are, those emails that you're sending out are going to be changing up to where you're sending them out to companies. And right. you're like, hey, listen, this is how many listenership we have each month. This has been consistent for three months. Why don't you go ahead and send me $100 every time I read a 30-second ad for you? And we'll do that four times a month. And if you do that with four companies, that's a few Gs. Just yeah. another thing on top of your TikTok, on top of your YouTube, on top of your show money to kind of even pay for these right. tickets to go out of town, to take chances. And it's just something else that I think that even though it seems like work, bro, when we're working for ourselves, there, you, there's no gimmicks when it comes right. to pay the rent. Like I think I'm kind of afraid... You're absolutely right, and I agree. I think I'm kind of afraid to fuck up what I've got going. Because um, a lot of times when I post, even if I post a funny stand-up clip, that's funny. You know, I post it, and it fucks my algorithm up. It messes my algorithm up when I post it. You know what I mean? Because it's I'm not in the drive through yeah. You know, and it's do you, like... Do you think if you started a backup account for your podcast, that, that, that then you could link those together and you can even tell your followers to go over there, that that could be... I could do that. And you I'm might even, just get a few hundred thousand or 10,000 or 20,000 just from a couple of posts talking about it and kind of get that, that wave moving over there to where you don't have to sacrifice the algorithm. Of that page. I think there's a way around it and just don't talk yourself out of what you what you got going on right now, bro, because you got a lot of opportunities, man. You're right, though. I gotta, I gotta, because I'm not, I still got a little bit of time because I'm not at that million follower mark. You're very close. I'm very close on TikTok, but, you know, Instagram, I'm, I'm only around 50, close to 50, so I still got a while. I haven't really, I think there's a nice group of people that have seen my videos and know them, but I haven't hit that mark where I'm like, everyone knows me on social media. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not like, um, I'm trying to think of somebody. I'm not like King Batch or fucking right. Matt Wright, Funny Marco or, or something like that. I get you. Yeah. So I still got some time, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, there's, it's not something that you need to be doing tomorrow, but I just think as far as branding goes and like comedy goes, that that this is like a viable option for people who not yeah. only can it be like utilized like I'm I'm doing it in a way where I'm trying to grow my fan base through doing this and it's a lot smaller than what your operation obviously but someone who already has a ton of followers it would just make a lot of sense to be like why aren't we trying this form of media too right. like it's the same thing as like you don't just use one social media app 
So it's like, why would yeah, we only use right. one? Yeah. Why would we only try to utilize one way to reach people? And I'm a huge believer in not putting all your eggs in one basket. You yeah. know that. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm dabbling, bro. You, you can monetize your pranks still. And that's why we, this we is are working on something. Yeah, exactly. So yes. I don't, I don't know if we should say anything yet. But. Yeah, I mean, we are. Yeah, we just got to kind of got something in development that's going to be coming up on TikTok in the next yeah, couple of months. And I'm actually, you're going to have to subscribe to it. So. I mean, I hope it works out. I'm, I'm yeah. really that I can see. Yeah, that's gonna happen for sure. Um, so yeah, we're we're definitely I'm definitely taking steps, uh, fearfully. <laughs> yeah, but I'm taking them because you have to. You got to keep moving, man. You can't get stuck in a rut. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, or thinking that one thing is gonna get it done for you. Yeah, either. and I gotta yeah. be realistic too. I mean, like. Unless somebody comes to me with like a reality show idea, like, hey, we want to put you, we want to do a, a a series of you pranking drive-throughs or scripted series, which I think it could work. Yeah. But I I don't know. I, I don't see that happening. And unless that happens, I can't, I mean, how long can I do this, I guess? I think that you got to start looking at it from a different angle, bro. Like, you don't need anybody else to lift you up. Like, you already have done the work. And now you just need to figure out who's in your team that could make these things happen for you. I think you got a, probably a bunch of other people that you don't realize what kind of skills they have either as far as like right. putting something like that together as far as a production. And you would have to trust other people too. That's one thing. And I yeah, know we were talking about this pre-show. Right. It's like we both kind of have like our guard up when it comes to other people just because we had a, a weird past and a crazy childhood. Yeah. And so I'm just you, a control freak. Yeah, you build up this you build up this wall. So it's like you would have to trust some other people to kind of work with you at least on a particular project and just Yeah. I I think you could make it work, bro. Take chances. You could crowdfund it. I mean, you you don't you don't need what you think you need, I think. Right, right. I think right. other people are looking at you like people at my level and and below me or whatever, people in the comedy scene and they're probably thinking like, "Oh man, I would be doing this kind of content if I had this following where i know it would make me yeah. make me some money you could kind of start to monetize these things and i know that you could do it bro i just think that you need to be working with those people so that not that you're going to take someone's idea but if you're if other people are helping you come up with ideas iron and you're, sharpens iron yeah dude yeah. it's like you're just kind of working together with some other people yeah and, you need to collaborate you 100 percent. yeah you get to a point where nobody does it 100 percent by themselves you can, you can do you can get to a certain point by yourself but then it's like okay to get to that next level i i'm going to need someone to believe in me yeah you know what i mean a couple, couple of people yeah in different get, fields and stuff to, like that yeah because there's gatekeepers yeah you know and that's just how the system's been set up otherwise we'd all be on Right. You know. Yeah, exactly. Even though yeah, it's like even though the algorithm pushes you, I think that's one thing people don't understand either is like even someone who can seem like they're very successful online, mm -hmm. it's like there's even doubts in your mind and and things that you're working through at that level that I think that yeah. um I think people can appreciate this stuff though. I think this is good info, bro. Oh yeah, it's great info. For I sure. mean, I think the only way, I mean, if you blow up on YouTube, you get a million subs plus um, and you you consistently keep your views up. Yeah, you can do that by yourself. Because yeah. YouTube, they pay you enough. I mean, you can be rich. Yeah, Mr. Beast rich. You know, and TikTok's starting to get smart. 
they they pay a lot more now. You know, at first I barely made, you know, a few hundred. Yeah. A month, but now they pay a lot better. Yeah. So um, it's becoming your job now. Yeah, you can make enough to where you can pay your bills, and you know that's the dream, bro. But the thing is, you have to keep hitting. Yeah. You got to keep going viral, and it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have a bad month. Then what you gonna do? You know what I mean? If you have a podcast, you could be ain't making rich already. a few G's off of that. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Sponsorship is where it's really. At. I mean, that's where. My podcast, I've had a few sponsors here and there, but they were like $25, $50 ad reads. But that's only because I have a, a few thousand listeners a month overall on all the episodes. That's good, though. But if you're, but yeah, but that's me. Right. That's good. And I'm not even anybody. So right. if, if you have a, almost a million people who definitely know who you are, you're right. You're going to be 10 x what I'm doing. I'm going to be the Your numbers are going to be 10X. And then once those numbers roll in, that's not something where you just have to sit and look at it and wait for TikTok to pay you. You could be like, all right, let me just use my brain here. Let me hit up some other people who are like yeah. me. Let me call yeah, up Johnny. Sponsored, bro. Y- yeah, and let's see how we could build this email with Chad GPT that would sound good or whatever we have to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To make it legitimized and you don't have to have an agent in between. Not that you won't need one because you're going to get your hands full, especially oh, yeah. if this starts taking off too. Right? Like, because I, I do stand up. So I, wa- I mean, eventually I want to be doing shows every weekend so you're gonna yeah you're gonna you be have busy to have an agent to consistently do stand up in a rooms mm-hmm. you have to have an agent so yeah think about that you're like, not booking those by yourself a year from now bro if you have a successful podcast you're still going viral all the time and your stand-up starts to take you across the country you're gonna be so busy you're gonna need someone to be your booker you're gonna need someone to be your oh, editor you're gonna need a team you're gonna need a team of people so yeah. you just got to start building that now that's what i'm doing yeah in my head silently yeah <laughs> i haven't came out and told everyone yeah you know but i know who i'm fucking with i, th- I think and, you should and be and more I think vocal people know it. who they are yeah you know what i mean right like i ain't gonna lie a part of me is is scared to be like okay this is your position with me if you want to be a part of what i'm doing yeah you don't like, want to put set anything in stone too early. I'm, yeah, I'm, I hear I'm you. kind of afraid just because. Um, don't burn any bread. Well, I just want to see kind of how it goes first. Yeah. You know, because what if it's, you know, not going well and then I'm just like, all right, well, I'm bringing somebody else. You know, I don't want to do that. You have to, though, because that's going to, you're going to, if you don't, bro, you're going to hurt yourself. And you got to remember yeah. that, like, even though it's not all about you, at the end of the day, you're the one that's yeah. making the bread to be able to get these other right. people on. So it's or at if least if I put you, if I'm putting you on shows, then you're pretty much fucking with me. I yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like if I ever get to a point, I always say if I ever because I want to be humble and I just I don't like feeling like like I'm being like arrogant. Yeah. But people, other people will correct me and be like, no, win you, win you. Yeah. But it's like, if I ever get to a point where I'm like headlining every weekend, I'm doing clubs, um, you know, I I pretty much already know who's going to be doing shows with me. Yeah. Who I'm going to be fucking with. Just because it's like, I know who I like, like, if I can talk to you, have a conversation with you, be myself, it feels real. The vibes are good. Yeah. I can have a real fucking laugh with you. That's the type of person I want around me. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to be sitting in the green room like, 
watching yourself like yeah, someone's like, gonna film you saying something fucked up yeah or, or just feel like i'm walking on eggshells or yes. like i don't really know a motherfucker mm-hmm. or like yeah if i feel like that then i'm just like nah yeah i don't care how funny you are <laughs> like, exactly nah, yeah bro it just don't feel right you gotta be a good hang <laughs> yeah 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 you gotta be a good hang <laughs> they bro. said that in the beginning i would hear a lot of comics say that like man how do you get on they're like you just gotta be cool you're like yeah. what you're like you gotta be funny too but you gotta be cool but speaking of shows, let's um, we're we're gonna take a break here real quick. Do you you got another uh, half hour or you gotta go? No, I got time. Okay, we'll take a break here in a couple minutes. But real quick, let's. Uh, you have like five shows coming up, and I think I'm hosting like four of the five yeah. in the next month. So you, I don't know if you have those dates off the top. But next uh, week, the we'll... next one is uh, Columbus, Ohio, Attic Comedy Club. Um, stoked. August twelfth. Friday August night. August 12th. Yeah, Saturday. That would be this Friday. This will come out. No, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yeah, August 12th. It's a Saturday night. Okay. And Columbus, Ohio, Attic Comedy Club. So uh, go get your tickets if you ain't doing shit. Get your tickets for that. Pull up. It's a real nice, intimate room. Uh, yeah, I've never I played it. I love that room. Yeah. It's fun. I'm excited. To, it's my first time. I have a show in yeah. Columbus a week after that, too. So I'm trying to kind of break into the Columbus scene myself. And, yeah, uh, I'm doing a nursing home. Uh, Oh, nursing home's not the correct term anymore. I guess it's assisted living home. Okay. That Friday, the day before in Columbus at the Bristol. It's nice, bro. That's fire. It's like the rich elderly. Columbus has a lot of money. Yeah. I did a private gig out there a few weeks ago, and I realized I was like, wow, this is uh, a Yeah, I was actually going to have you on that one. Yeah, I I couldn't make it because it was too early And then I asked somebody else, and they was acting like they didn't want to be on it. So I'm probably going to be up in there by myself. Yeah. But for real, I was just trying to cut the time in half. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you'd have to do as so, much yeah, time. Yeah, so I could knock <laughs> yeah. it out. Because those can be tough, man. Yeah. They can be tough sometimes. And then uh, also, at the end of August, we're going to be at Brickies. Yeah, Brickies. You're headlining Brickies. I'll be hosting yeah, that with you, too. you'll be hosting Brickies. What date is that? Do you know? Off the top? Um, Brickies is the 22nd. It's a Saturday night. Of September, is it? Oh, that's September. Okay. Is it? September 22nd. You don't remember? No, I don't remember. I thought it was in Hold late on. August. Hold on, guys. Let me see. It's we're right doing here. Tuck and Reds in August. The yeah, end we're of doing August. Tuck and Reds. Okay, here it is. Look. So we got Bricky's Comedy Club in Miamisburg, Ohio. That's on October 21st. October 21st. So, so you guys time. got a while before they even start putting those tickets That's out. It's going to be lit, though. It's going to be a great I've show. I've been talking to I love Kevin. Kev, and he's excited. He's, he's thinking we're going to pack it out. So. Um. Yeah, I'm doing a fucking, uh, I'm hosting a uh, uh, um, music festival in Yellow Springs. That's fire, dude. Yeah. And people were like reaching out already saying they're coming to that one. But I had to warn them like, yo, I'm just hosting. Yeah. I'm not doing a set. So I'm like bringing up the acts. Yeah. I might crack a off the top crowd riff while I bring them up. I and think then, you should, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. Yeah. But it's going to be short-lived. Like, Yeah, you're you just know, like Chris Rock seconds, at the Oscars. 30 long. seconds, yeah. Right? You're just hosting. Yeah, I'm hosting, bro. You're just doing some crowd work on Jada Pink. Yeah, and so <laughs> I just want to warn people, like, you're not going to get, like, a full set. Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm chilling. Yeah. It'll, it'll be funny still. It'll be a good time, It's going to be way more music than comedy. It's a cool opportunity, though, just to be like, that people are reaching out like, hey, man, like you're a comedian. Because a comedian, they get hosting gigs for stuff like that all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's like being a good host will get you more work sometimes than having an hour. Yeah. 
And I feel like something like that, like I don't have to prepare at all. Yeah. Like if if you can do crowd work and you're good off the top, like right. I'm just gonna show up and I'm just gonna have fun. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna be funny, but like it's just gonna be riffing crowd, what like observational shit. Yeah. You know. So then after that, like a week after that, you have the Tuck and Red show too. Yeah, I'm stoked so about that. I would make sure you plug be, that because that's Yellow Springs. Yeah, yellow that's another Yellow Springs. Tuck and Reds at um it's a winery. It's dope as hell. Uh, it's going to be nine twenty two, so September 22nd. September 22nd on that one. And uh, it's going to be an all-crowd work show. So the host and the feature may do sets. I'm doing a whole set of just fucking with the crowd. I think that's dope, Riffing. dude. That's dope. Yeah. Because last time, I've headlined this spot before, and it wasn't too long ago. What, three April? Back in April. And... Um, I'm still, I don't want to go in there that soon doing the same hour. Yeah. Same 45 minutes. Yeah, because the same people probably come yeah. back and see I got you. some new shit, but not 45 minutes new shit. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm just going to work on my uh, riffing and crowd work and have fun. That's dope, bro. I think that's definitely a place where you shine. Like, I, I, I learned that about you when we were doing pranks, mm-hmm. and I was filming some pranks for you, and I just saw how you were in the pocket making right. shit up in the moment to yeah. these employees at the, the Walmart and different right. shit that we were doing so yeah i think that being able to like kind of cross work that into your stand-up bro is going to be a huge skill it's i think that was a milestone in our relationship yeah like you get you gained so much more respect for me that day it's like, true 100 percent. when you told me it i could see the genuineness i kind of knew that i wanted to work with you a lot more after that yeah, I, was like, I was glad you saw it because a lot of people i think didn't realize that about me and that's because i didn't i don't really do a lot of crowd work i usually try to stick to my set but yeah now bro after i headlined wiley's this weekend this past weekend and stuff and i did a nice amount of crowd work people were just messaging me hitting me up telling bro your crowd work is so strong it's definitely good and we're going to talk more about it the camera's going to cut off we're going to be we're going to go on a break real quick and then we'll be right back with you guys thanks for watching yeah we gotta pay some bills you gotta pay yeah well, normally during your podcast, you would do-